With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption in logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com insights. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd and this is The Daily Download. Today, I'll discuss the Department of Housing and Urban Development Secretary Ben Carson's pledge to allow DACA recipients to get FHA mortgages, the Federal Reserve's promise to keep buying treasuries and mortgage-backed securities, a report from LendingTree that claims potential homebuyers are going to face historically low inventory this summer, and a survey from Assurant that indicates 38% of American renters will need rent relief in the next 90 days. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Howley that covers HUD Secretary Ben Carson's recent statements to Congress. According to Halley, Carson's comments on DACA recipients came four days after HUD records and internal communications released as part of a Freedom of Information Act confirmed HUD changed its policy to deny FHA loans for DACA recipients, even as top officials told Congress the opposite. Notably, Carson's response also comes a year after HUD Assistant Secretary for Congressional and Intergovernmental Relations, Len Wolfson, sent a letter to Representative Pete Aguilar stating Dreamers were not eligible for FHA mortgages. On Monday, over three dozen members of the Senate and House of Representatives sent a letter to the HUD Office of Inspector General asking for an internal investigation. The letter charged that top HUD officials knowingly misrepresented to Congress the implementation and enforcement of this new policy. At the end of Tuesday's two-hour oversight hearing focused on housing regulators, Senator Robert Mendez, who signed the letter, asked for extra time to return to the DACA issue. According to him, HUD made a choice to exclude DACA recipients from FHA loans by defining lawful residency in a different way and a manner to exclude them, which is made clear in the FOIA documents. I want to remind our listeners, in the wake of a housing law investigation last year, several lenders reached out and said that they were told by HUD representatives that DACA recipients were no longer eligible for FHA mortgages. And in addition, housing law undercovered lender bulletins or guidelines from dozen lenders, each stating that DREAMers are not eligible for FHA financing. That being said, it looks like things are going to change. Our next story also comes from Kathleen Halley and covers the Federal Reserve's pledge to keep buying treasuries and mortgage-backed securities to the tune of about $120 billion a month. According to the article, there had been concern among economists about the Fed's announcement at the end of April that it was slowing the pace of purchases after concluding that its bond market rescue worked. As many of us know, the Fed's presence in the bond markets, which has been an emergency measure to support the economy during the COVID-19 pandemic, has kept credit flowing and put downward pressure on mortgage rates. 
Currently, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, which executes market orders for the central bank, is buying about $80 billion in treasuries and about $40 billion of mortgage-backed securities a month. In a statement, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell told reporters the ongoing public health crisis will weigh heavily on economic activity, employment, and inflation in the near term, and poses considerable risk to the economic outlook for the medium term. According to Powell, the committee will closely monitor developments and is prepared to adjust its plans as appropriate. Our third story comes from Julia Falcon and asks the question, with the decreased number of new home listings, what will happen when homebuyers re-enter the market this summer? Well, according to Falcon's article, many may face inventory concerns. Falcon says lending tree data shows 53% of homebuyers now say they are more likely to buy a home in the next year because of the COVID-19 pandemic. However, Chris Stewart, the CEO and president of Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and CEO of HSF Affiliates, warns the lack of housing inventory is the biggest pain spot at the moment as a result of the pandemic. According to Stewart, in contrast to 2008 and 2009, when there was 10 months of inventory, the nation has only about three months right now. As a result, he is seeing several real estate markets heat up. Stewart may be right, as the lack of available homes was even a serious problem before the pandemic began, as HousingWire reported in February that the nation's inventory of homes for sales fell 14% in January, which is the lowest level since at least 2012. Falcons is now, with more homebuyers coming into the market and fewer houses to choose from, competition is already fierce as homebuyers begin to encounter bidding wars in several housing markets across the country. Our last story comes from Julia Falcon as well and covers a survey from Assurant that claims 38% of renters will need rent relief in the next 90 days. According to the survey, renters continue to feel the economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic and resulting job losses as 42% of respondents said they are unsure about their rental stability going forward. That being said, it looks like many rental owners and operators have taken proactive measures to help renters, as 71% of renters surveyed said their property managers or landlords help tenants navigate the safety and financial issues they may be facing during the pandemic. However, that doesn't mean renters are happy with their current living spaces. According to Falcon, a recent survey from Satisfax showed that 35.9% of surveyed renters with leases expiring in the next six months said they're not likely to renew their lease. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.